0: Sean Dizzle, Mikey Hizzle. Oh, it's a beautiful day to be recording with you as I serenade and make your nipples hard.
1: They're kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Happy recording day. Happy recording day.
0: Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off-limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show.
2: My phone just flickered, so I don't know what's happening right now.
0: I I did see the flicker. My phone flickered too. Don't know what's up with that. Um, yeah, it's a bummer. And maybe it's just going to be one of those recordings, dude. It could be. I'm in one of those moods anyway. So, let's get it. So Matthew Stafford might be leaving the Detroit Lions. They're talking about trading. He actually requested a trade. <laughs> really? Yeah, imagine that. Uh, this is his second time uh, talking about trade talks, though. But he's the—is he, uh, uh, he getting tired of winning all the time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently so. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, so he's got his he house even? on the market. Do we
2: know where he's looking at?
0: No, no clue. They're they're just shopping around right now. The lions are shopping around right now. Mm. Um, Yeah, imagine that. Their uh, maybe um, house in (coughs) West Bloom Bloomfield is up on the market now for six and a half million dollars. If you're interested. Oh
2: well, it's not that I don't have the money.
1: (laughs) <laughs>
0: right. It is uh. It is being marketed as the is the perfect house for entertaining in West Bloomfield, Michigan, which is about a good forty minute, forty five minute drive from Detroit. And uh, south, right? North, actually northwest. Oh, yep. And uh Yeah West Bloomfield is like You know how you got Royal Oak going up Woodward And then you get into Birmingham then just beyond Birmingham Is uh Bloomfield Hills and then to the left Or to the west of that you got West Bloomfield So It's got a house on the water And uh yeah, the perfect entertaining house—they call it five bedrooms, five baths, two and a half spare baths. It's got the largest—what do they call it? Uh, infinity pool. It's the largest infinity pool in the state of Michigan. Is in his house. <laughs> it just keeps so going. That out. Yeah. So. He's got a sauna. He's got. He's got everything in there, man. Jacuzzis. What's that thing called? I think it's called a cold plunge where, you know, it's just a big square in the ground. And then you just jump in and then jump right back out. It's freezing cold. And that's the only thing it is. That's the only thing that you do is just jump in and then jump out just a cold plunge just to shock the body. he's got one of those too in his house. You know, because of all the times he gets sacked.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's interesting. Also, I kind of don't care.
0: Oh, I care. I know you care. He's He's the best quarterback we've ever had in franchise history.
2: And it still ain't
0: doing your shit, nope, we still suck, yeah watch man hey, he's gonna go to another team he's gonna take him to the Super Bowl, and then everybody in Detroit that hates Stafford is gonna be peeing their little panties no. yeah, and I'm not gonna listen to it <clears throat> we we always think we can get something better and we lose the best thing ever. And instead of developing a team around him, we're going to lose him. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, fine. We don't have to talk about this anymore.
2: We can. I just don't know anything about it. So it's pretty much I'm just letting you
0: go. I I, I guess I'm kind of venting right now. Uh, but I mean, I do think Stafford's a good quarterback. Yeah, I, just, I mean, he rates in like the middle of the road. He's not great. He's not poor. He's middle of the road. So out of thirty-two teams, he ranks at like number seventeen or something like that.
1: Hmm.
2: Speaking of QBs, <clears throat> did you watch the uh, playoffs? Yes. Dude. Tom freaking Brady. Mm-hmm. I I mean I, you know, he is a goat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. He's he's rated right thirteen. Oh, even higher. 13th. Even higher. <laughs>
2: Yeah, having not watched football pretty much Mm -hmm. at all this year, except for like a couple games, Uh. I just kind of got out of it a little bit. Mm. And um, obviously I watched the playoffs because, you know, Super Bowl, whatever. It's the playoffs, baby. Plus, I was really curious to see if Brady would, you know, obviously you knew he was going to try and get his seventh and now he's put himself in a place where it
0: might happen yeah and he should right he really is the goat and therefore you would expect him to i would expect him to have a super bowl ring with two different teams and he will be in a league of NFL quarterbacks, only a few, only a handful have ever done it. I think actually only three. I think Joe Montana did it. And uh who else? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Brett Favre I think did it. Oh
2: so yeah. <clears throat> Definitely going to tune in and watch the Super Bowl. Just like everyone else. It's like the Easter of church. Or of football, I should
0: say. I'm sorry. I was way wrong. I have to correct myself. There's only one quarterback that has ever done it. Who was it? Can you guess who it it is? No. I was wrong. It was not Joe Montana. Peyton Manning Uh, Manning yeah he's the only one who's ever done it Hmm. good for you throwing them balls I've always I always loved Peyton Manning Uh, so but he's no Tom Brady you know, I really thought that Aaron Rodgers was going to get him, man. I really did.
2: See, I I enjoy watching Aaron Rodgers play. I'm not a cheesehead. Yeah. yeah, but I like him on the field. I think he's amazing. I mean, dude, even when he was getting pushed back in his own, um, excuse me, why does the word escape me? His own, uh, freaking oh, good God, where they mm. score the goal.
0: God is good.
2: What is that called?
0: The field goal?
2: No, like the, the, the goal line. In <clears throat> zone? Touchdown. I don't fucking know. Touch- anyway. Touchdown? He's running back in there. He's getting pushed back and then he's, you know. They're on their, like, third yard line or something, and he's, the defense is chasing them back, and he's just, like, cool and collected, running around. He's like, oh, I found a guy. There we go. Swoop.
0: Yep. Sidearm. Completion. First down. He's amazing, dude. He really is. Uh, also, I underrated. sound
2: like an idiot talking about football mm-hmm. because I am. So don't feel sorry uh, for me.
0: I don't think anybody's feeling sorry but, for you. Uh, I think I think they're talking bad about you. Yeah, they're now.
2: like, "Shut the fuck up." We talking about football <laughs> for you,
0: fat white <laughs> motherfucker.
2: <laughs> uh, the little thingy with the lines where you score the goal. <laughs> the
0: the end zone. Yeah, I get it.
2: Anyway, <clears throat> I enjoyed yeah. watching them go back and forth. Yeah. Plus, this was. Um, if I, if I want to remember correctly, this was the first time all season Brady got picked.
0: A second time. And then more than once. Yeah, so the first game of the season, I think his first pass was a pick. Um. For, for sure, he had one interception in the first game of the season. Um, but I don't know if he's ever been picked three times in a row in one game like three consecutive downs or three consecutive uh, at play. What do you call it? Oh, see. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Man, that time where it was like, I think it was either going to be the, well, yeah, it was right before. um, Halftime and they were down the field quite a way and I'm like babe they just took a time out you know why Brady's going over there and saying hey I'm gonna like come out here and float around for a second one of you skinny ass motherfuckers just run and I'll put it in your hands all you gotta do is catch it (laughs) 12 seconds later I was like oh
0: my god I knew it like that's some Brady (laughs) shit man it's awesome yeah He's an incredible ball player man No doubt about it So I I just looked this up Uh, Matthew Stafford There's three teams that are uh, In the mix You got Patriots Who has uh, Cam Newton right now Who sucks and I think he's hurt He he got hurt quite a bit this year Yeah Colts And Broncos Broncos
2: Mm Hmm. I would love to see yeah. him go to um, Foxborough. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he would have a, a better chance with coaching there. And even team-wise. Maybe. That's me uh, maybe. not knowing what the end zone was called four minutes ago. <laughs> so i'm not i'm like i'm not a you know you had your boy on here peach peach stew stew whatever yeah sorry bro it's been a minute like i i can't i can't talk like that you know i don't know the that people dude is a brain i don't know the stats sure i don't even know what i had for breakfast yesterday or even if i had breakfast let alone remember these people and all their shit. And like, I love listening to it. I don't love it, but I like listening to it because I'm like, Oh, okay. And then I pick up on certain things, but like, I'm an idiot with this stuff, man. I just enjoy football. Yeah. I'm one of those like, Oh yeah, I want to watch it. And I, you know, I know certain laws and calls and all that, but like, I could watch a game and a ref not call a call that I don't know. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to be like, oh, that was this being this. You get you know five air penalty because that. And I'm like, you know, that's not me.
1: <laughs>
0: right.
2: But anyway, I do like watching some football. This year's just been weird, man. Like I'm more of a college guy. And then, I think I've said this on here, and then I like to follow the college peeps into NFL rookies and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But only when they come from Georgia, because I'm a Bulldog fan.
0: Bulldogs? Roof. Do they do that? Do they roof? Do they bark? Um...
2: I'm sure Ugga barks. He's super chill, though.
0: Ugga. Is that his name, really? Yeah. Ugga. That's all their names. What do you mean, all their names?
2: Well, there hasn't been one mascot since <laughs> the start of Georgia College. Oh, yeah, obviously. But yeah, they they name him Ugga, even if their name okay. isn't Ugga.
0: Okay, end zone.
2: Which this <laughs> this Ugga, I think, is a... Don't quote me on Girl. this. Uh, third gen,
0: Uga. okay, okay, but anyway, I like it. So uh, there is something cool that happened that I did want to talk about because I thought it was very Christ-like of the state of Michigan, Detroit Lions fans. Uh, after the announcement came out that uh, Stafford was being traded um they started or a, a bunch of fans got on uh to uh they they raised 9 dollars at a time for some reason you know they did 9 dollars of course 9 for Stafford um but 9 dollars they donated a piece to Matthew Stafford and Kelly Stafford's favorite charity and Uh, within minutes which is a cancer charity isn't it it's His, uh, his wife yeah yes what's it called um audio auto acoustic not auto acoustic neuroma association So, um, they raised $22,000. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, for the charity by just donating $9 at a time. So, just to support, you know, because that's their charity of choice. Yeah. Given her condition. So, she had surgery a couple years ago. Um, uh, and had a pretty long recovery. But I guess it's a tumor in the brain somewhere that affects the hearing. Acoustic. And uh, most of the time they either lose partial or lose all the hearing in one of the ears as a result. So. Yeah, I thought that that was pretty cool. And it got me to thinking. you know. I don't have a I don't have a charity like that, and it would be cool to actually have a charity like that that you give that to support. Yeah, yeah. I don't have one. I think it would be cool to do it. I honestly haven't really thought about it much, but I want to talk about it. Do you have a charity that you like?
2: What up, listeners? I just wanted to take a brief moment and tell you about a service that Michael offers. That service is professional voiceover audio. Now, if you like Michael's sultry, smooth, and I dare say sexy vocal cords, then head over to Hot Mic City on the web and consider him for your voiceover needs. So he's professionally trained and has a killer setup for recording and mixing the perfect content for almost anything you can need. Again, you can find him at hotmiccity.com. That's H-O-T-M-I-K-E-C-I-T-Y dot com. Go check them out. Uh, I mean, I feel like saying no is saying that I don't like any charities out there, which is not no. my answer. But no, I mean, I don't have one. No, of that, course not. You know, every year I give X amount of dollars to or nothing. Um, <clears throat> I know there was a local grocery store that, um, they would round up their change. So, you know, oh, your bills, 10 50. Do you want to round up the 50 cents to 11 and we'll donate it to this, uh, wounded warrior program, like stuff like that. When it comes to, like, soldiers and shit, if I'm out and something like that's happening, and it doesn't seem like, you know, the pizza guy's like, hey, here's this bucket, you want to put some uh, extra cash in here for wounded warriors, I guess? (laughs) Then I'm like, no, because, no. But, you know, if it's legit, I like supporting that shit, because, you know yeah it's uh, it's just i mean one you know i've got people that have served in my family and fortunately they all came back pretty much okay you know and uh that's not the case a lot of times and i can't imagine being overseas and or being even domestic like And something happens, and you know, you're out of the military now, and there's VA and stuff. But, like, you know, I'm saying, just uh, it's I don't know, kind of hits home. And I honestly, you know, I I don't mind donating 50 cents or two bucks or you know, $10 to something like that. So, my here's a question like, shoot, I'm all about breast cancer awareness. Which I heard Bill Burr talking about awareness. He went on a little mini rant, <laughs>
1: uh,
2: and it made me think because it's like, yeah, I mean, who doesn't know about breast cancer? Like, can't we, can't we like fix it or like help it or do something? But you're just running around spreading awareness about it. He's like, everyone fucking knows about breast cancer. You know, I don't know. That's funny. <laughs> but um. Oh. Like, usually, you know, around what is it, November, October? October's booby month, right? Breast cancer awareness month. Yes. So, <laughs> booby month,
1: <laughs> you know,
2: no, and I don't mean that negatively. I mean, it's impacted of women so. in my life.
0: I'm just, you know, whatever. It's just a cool name for it. Yeah. It would get a lot of awareness if everyone started calling it booby month.
2: That's what they are, man. But anyway, I, I feel like it's harder and harder to choose who to support when it comes to breast cancer stuff because, you know, like, what are they really doing with all that money? Like, is it just because so many people are impacted and know someone, probably, whether friend or family or themselves, who've gone through it and know the shit of it? That it's just like, oh yeah, of course I'm going to give to that. So then people are like, oh sweet, I'm going to line some of my pockets with that money because, you know, I'm doing all this awareness raising. I don't know. That's me being cynical and a little conspiracy, but
0: I don't know. What do you think? Uh, so I, I have, I, as you were talking, I was trying to think back in my Rolodex of the places that I've tried to support. And I know there's this place out in Pontiac, uh, Michigan called Grace Centers of Hope. I think I've talked about them before. I have donated to them. I donated a car once and the proceeds went there to Grace Centers of Hope. That was cool. I got a nice tax write-off for that. Um, but they they do a, a lot of good stuff in that Pontiac community. Um, there's a, you know, the pastor who runs the charity. I just thought that he was just a super cool guy, and I loved his name. His name was Lor- uh, Lauren Carubius. which i thought was a super cool name carubius and yeah and actually uh, the reason why micah's middle name is lauren is because of that guy no kidding because i yeah i I named him lauren because of that guy Uh, does that guy know that i no of course not we've never met but i fell in love with his charity and i supported him for a long time and then I just stopped. I don't know why I stopped. I don't know. Maybe because I got divorced and I got over it. I don't know. But I've long forgotten about their charity. But uh, I followed them enough to donate a car at one point in time. So, yeah. Um, and name my kid after him. Um, Yeah, And then they've got these uh, secondhand thrift stores. So you go shop at their thrift store, all the money goes towards the charity as well. Mm-hmm. And they do a lot of cool stuff. They build houses for uh, single women in the community that go through there, because they've got a bunch of shelters. They've got women's shelters, and they've got uh, men's shelters, and daycares for kids and stuff like that. They they take these families who are like escaping abusive relationships, these mothers and kids, and they give the women jobs, help them find jobs, and uh, give them clothes for interviews and stuff. And they teach them how to build resumes and all that. And while the mothers are working, the kids get to go to their daycare for free. It's pretty legit.
2: Yeah, dude.
0: Uh, That's awesome. They were also building. Yeah, they would take houses. Like, and Pontiac was pretty dilapidated. Uh, they would buy these houses for two, three grand. And then they'd go in and the men that were part of their program, uh, they would teach them trades. They would go in and fix the houses up for the women. And then they would put these women and in, in housing as well. Pretty legit charity. The dude was doing it right. And he was a pastor of a church, Christian guy, really nice, mm-hmm. really awesome. Um, So I was all for it. I I probably need to look them up and see if they're still going. I wouldn't mind donating to them again. Uh, The other charity that, once again, a very long time ago that I donated to was Focus Hope. Uh, In Detroit, there was this guy, a Catholic priest named Father Cunningham, who started... Is that
2: down in the uh, Cass Corridor No, it's... uh, Midtown-ish? No.
0: No, it's... Why does that sound so familiar? It, it, because it, it it was probably one of the largest, for sure, uh, organizations in Detroit for charity.
2: Are you sure they didn't have a location in Midtown?
0: Maybe they did have a location in Cass Corridor a long time ago, but Cass Corridor has been completely revamped. You know that. So all those shelters that were down there are all gone. Um but focus hope that I'm talking about, their operations are it's right on the border of Detroit and Ham and um Ham um, Uh not Ham uh uh oh God. It might be Ham tramick, I don't think it is though. Um I know where it is. It's on Oakman Boulevard in Detroit on the west side. Um, uh,
2: like God, Southwest a City.
0: It's it's uh, yes, it's in Southwest Detroit, southwest side. Now that I'm seeing the logo,
2: it's kind of coming back to me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I cannot. I did a, some kind of video work with them or something. I don't know. They sound super familiar.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> well, so so Focus Hope they're. What they do, mainly, their main outreach is to the elderly community. They deliver I don't know some some ridiculous amount of thousands of of uh, food baskets, boxes to the elderly uh, all over the city of Detroit at a huge distribution center uh, where they take donations of canned goods and food and stuff like that. And they distribute food to the elderly that can't the specifically the elderly that are housebound homebound and and can't leave to grocery shop and deliver they deliver food. The other thing they do is uh they developed a a school actually the first school that I graduated from uh, machinist training institute where they uh Detroit has these empowerment zones that are set up, very low-income areas uh, where there's a lot of drugs and crime. You come out of those areas, you can actually go to their school for free. And you can come out after a year as a certified machinist and get a job in a shop, making really good money, making a good living. Or you can keep going like I did and learn design and eventually get a degree in manufacturing engineering all for free. No kidding. Uh, yeah, and uh, the degree either comes out of uh, Central Michigan University, Wayne State, or Wayne State. Uh, uh, it was three different schools. I can't remember the the third school. I think Oakland University is the biggest one. But anyway, you you ha- you have these university professors that come from these big big universities, and they come down to Detroit and they teach classes. And you're getting this, you're getting that that same education. Well, a little bit better of an education because they have a a manufacturing facility where they develop parts for the auto industry. And so you're learning on the job, you're building tools, fixtures, you know, all kinds of stuff for manufacturing for for vehicles. Um, A lot of bracket work. Uh, So, yeah. So I, I went to that school I graduated from there uh, I went there right out of high school I graduated June 20th And uh first day of class was June 26th At Focus Hope So I supported their charity And actually that is actually The last charity I supported uh, If it wasn't 2020 It was 2019 I went down there with a group of people From Tata Motors And uh we spent the day in their distribution facility packing up food for uh, for the elderly, which was pretty cool. Yeah. So I need to get back to that. <laughs> I should just call them and be like, hey, look, I'm going to bring my family down. We're going to volunteer for a day. They take volunteers all the freaking time. Just to organize food and to put together boxes for the elderly. It's a perfect charity to just jump in and be a part of any day of the week.
2: There you go. Sorry, I'm super distracted. I'm looking at a map. (laughs) It's not where I thought it was.
0: No, it's not. Focus hope is in detroit It's right next door to another city and for the life of me i cannot remember the name of the city oh crap i was just there too hang on oh oh oh, <clears throat> oh. Um. Yeah. It's oh right off of Oakman Boulevard. Off of... oh uh, Slivernoy and it's it's like around Highland Park area Highland Park HP that's what I was trying to think of Highland Park not Hamtramck Highland Park thank you yep right on the border they got some beautiful houses over there too man yeah like if you can stand the crime I mean I, I wouldn't let your wife walk around with the baby (laughs) walk the dog yeah
2: but like i don't know man we i did some work over there and it was these older apartments but they were like big and nice Mm -hmm. and like somewhat redone but it's just you go outside and across the street is like hmm I don't think I'd be out here at night smoking a cigarette. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I don't know, man. Yeah. But oh my gosh, the houses there. There's so much in Detroit, man. People only yeah. hear about bad shit.
0: They do. Yeah, the, the architecture alone, dude, is so worth it. It's it's beautiful. And it's right down the street. Focus Hope is right down the street from uh, Boston Edison District.
2: Dude, a Ford commercial came on. Actually, I think it was during the game. And they were showing shots of, like, a city downtown. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Detroit. And then the more clips they play, and I'm like, yeah, that's Detroit. And I'm just, like, smiling because mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I miss Detroit. And, you know, I'm a yeah. transplant. I only live there two years, a little more. And I'm that typical white guy who came into Detroit and like, "Oh, it's
0: not that bad. It's pretty awesome. You
2: know? <laughs> but yeah, know. Uh, there's just something about that city, man you have to respect it Mm -hmm. and you have to know who you are and not be that hipster asshole who's coming in and like where's the hippest coffee shop because I need my latte you know if if you really respect it people I think people see that and you know there's just something about
0: it man yeah yeah, you know, I was, uh, we've been looking at houses lately, just thinking about how much money we're going to have in the next few years. Once stuff gets paid off and not paying child support anymore, <laughs> just dreaming. That's right? a huge
2: part right there.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, we're, we're looking around the city. I was looking at some gorgeous homes, man. The city isn't like Detroit. Gorgeous. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I was looking at some houses in Detroit. Some areas that are still trying to be built up. But um, the the houses are still cheaper. I mean, they're more expensive than what they were 10 years ago, for sure. Yeah. Even five years ago. Dude, I I
2: can't tell you how many stories, and I lived in Woodbridge, which is Mm -hmm. also um, considered Whitebridge. So there's that, right? And it's nestled right up to Wayne State, so you got like they patrol around there, so it's a little more, Mm -hmm. you know, if you got something, they're there. Right. Detroit PD ain't showing up. But Wayne State's like, whoop, whoop, that's the sound of the police. (laughs) Anyway, it's a safe, nice neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And it's super diverse. I mean, whatever. It's awesome.
0: Super hipster, too.
2: Yeah. But in, like, a Detroit, you're not going to fully change me kind of way. Like, you got houses where, like, people respect there's this fucking metal statue that's been painted like in their front yard that they're not removing because it's like, nah, this is, Mm -hmm. this is why I want to live here anyway. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, I can't like remember how many times people would move into a neighborhood. And, or no no, sorry. We're we're like they they were born and raised in the neighborhood and then other people would move into the neighborhood and they'd be like, yeah, you know that house uh I'm renting to you three doors down was like $8,000 5 years ago. So, I obviously just went ahead and bought it. <laughs> <laughs> and now that yeah. same house is like yeah astronomically expensive
0: yeah they want 230 250 for it easy
2: it is nuts man
0: yeah i know but there's uh, there's still some houses that are that are cheaper and but the the problem is is that you need a 100 grand just so you can bring the yeah fucker up to up to date you know so
2: you're basically mortgaging a renovation Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day like i mean there are tons of spots and like southwest area homes were Mm -hmm. up for like dude i saw a house once for sale and i think it was 2500 bucks yeah i mean it was a shithole like no doors busted out you know god Mm -hmm. knows who and what was living in it i mean you'd have to spend some coin to fix that up but like seriously less than three grand for the property and a house like a structure
0: yeah, but then your taxes are gonna be five grand. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, know? there's that. And uh and then you're still not gonna get any city services other than the police and fire. You know, so and that's the problem. Basically I mean, just it's
2: to put fire.
0: <laughs> yeah. But but then then the other thing is like you gotta put new the first thing you gotta do, you buy a house like that, because I've done it. I did fix and flip in Detroit. Uh When you the first thing you gotta do is you gotta landscape. Because you know the grass is gonna be all the way up to the porch, right? So you gotta take a you can't take a lawnmower to that. You gotta just go in and level everything out with a weed whacker, day one. You need to see what's on the ground. You're gonna find some broken glass, needles, all this crap, right? (laughs) You got to clean that up and then you got to put a roof over it. So because most likely it hasn't had a roof on it in 50 years and um, and you got water damage on the inside. You know, that means you need to get new floors. You need to get a new roof first. Then you got to put new floors in there. Then you got to put in new windows. And then. While you fix it up, you want to board those windows back up because as soon as the neighborhood see that you're remodeling, they're going to come in and steal your hot water tank and your (laughs) furnace. Yeah, it's just it it is it is so much work and you just got to weigh it out. Like, do you take a building like that that is completely dilapidated and you're willing to put in all the work to bring it up to code or you get one that's. You know, just out of date and old and maybe a little smelly and funky inside. But you still have a solid structure, you know, um, and spend less money. I think you're still going to spend a lot of money either way it goes. Yeah. So, dude, I saw this castle the other day. They wanted like 110 for the house. It was like five bedrooms. It's like 3,200 square feet. It was a house on the corner. It was built in like 1890 or something like that. It was a house on the corner and it was pretty much the only house. Like on either side of it, it should have been four or five houses on each side, but it's all vacant lot. And so you could buy that corner house and the lots that are adjacent to it, buy it all at one time. And put a giant fence around it. And have yourself a little mini mansion dude.
2: (laughs) Living like. uh, Your boy Stafford.
0: Right. But then when I looked at the pictures of the house. Because the door was still there. So they were able to go inside and take pictures. All the walls were torn out. The house was ripped all the way down to the studs. But they left the carpet for some dumb reason. I'm like, if you're going to knock down all this drywall, which you probably did it because the house had a fire, um, why leave the carpet? Get that carpet out of there. I don't know. Anyway, long story short, I'm thinking about it. Got to have something to sleep on. Yeah. And then there's the issue of schools. Where are you going to send your kids? So. It's a
2: lot to consider. Especially in the D. All them Mm -hmm. charter
0: schools. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all it is, right? Like, my cousin is a principal of this uh, middle school. And uh, it's a really, really good college prep type of school. Uh, But it's all the way down there at uh, CCS. So... Wherever you end up living in the city to drive somewhere like that. I mean, you you could be talking about 20 minutes. Just to drop them off at school. It's not a big deal. People do it. I'm just saying. Something to think about.
2: Word. Yeah. Well, the only thing I'm thinking about right now is dinner.
0: Yeah, you go do that. You go do that. need to feed my gullet. Cool. Hey, listen, if you got a charity that you like and you want to tell us about it, we consider supporting it. or At least give it a shout out on the uh, podcast. Drop us a line. Let us know. And uh, we can talk about it. Uh, and if you can join the conversation, you want to make us feel bad and tell us how often you actually donate or volunteer for charities. That's cool, too. Give us a kick in the pants to uh, get us moving in that direction. I know I'd personally love it, so I think it'd be cool. Check us out at unchurchpodcast.show. Our email, Twitter, and Instagram is there as well. And uh, let's keep the conversation going. We appreciate your attention, and we love you a long time.
2: Oh, so long. We love you.
0: Peace. Peace. Peace.